and welcome to Down with the Browns. And welcome back to another episode of Down with the Browns. You're here with your hosts, Christian, Manny Maxwell, and Mac the Buffalo. What's up? What's up? What's up? Yes, sir. So, since the last time we talked on this podcast, a lot of things have happened. Mm. Like a lot. Like stuff I didn't even see happening at all. <laughs> well, let's let's run through let's run through the transaction wire here. Let's go. Before we get into the into the the yeah, deep end into of the it. deep <laughs> abyss that yeah. is Cleveland Browns right now. Absolutely. I'll I'll start off with one. Uh, So the Cleveland Browns have released tight end Austin Hooper. And uh, so over his little stint two years season, uh, two seasons with Cleveland, he's had uh, 84 receptions and 780 yards with seven touchdowns. Um, But they terminated the contract uh, for post June 1st designation. So you know, he joined the Browns uh, back as an unrestricted free agent back in 2020. So I think he was an acquisition that we thought we were going to get a lot out of from the tight end position because, honestly, Kevin Savansky loves his tight ends, and we all know that. Um, had a great stint with Atlanta. and was a Pro Bowl tight end. But obviously, I, I think it was just just not a good fit. It was one of those situations where you just say not a good fit. I mean, he did not live up to his expectations, caught the ball a lot, went straight to the ground. You know, it's, it's little things like that, that added up. And and we were like, you know what, you're just really not worth the money that we were paying you. It was a, a more of an expensive contract to begin with. So it was, the writing was on the wall for Austin Hooper, which is unfortunate, but at the same time, um, you know, y- you were kind of like a, a product of your environment with Julio Jones and, 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 and Calvin Ridley, um, budding. So, uh, uh, in Atlanta. So I think that that's one of the things that um, really caught our front office's eye when it came to bringing you in as an unrestricted free agent. So, you know, our stint with Austin Hooper is done. And I know a lot of people yeah. are happy about that in the Twitter spaces. But uh, old it's, stone it's hands. Own stone hands. So I mean, Austin six Hooper. drops in 2021. And uh, it's, six it, drops. It, it, it's not even for me, it wasn't even about the money. It was just purely about target share. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you can't have a guy that you know has the least amount of production that he does and he's extremely low in yards after catch and to mm. make him the nu- num- number two in targets on the team so yeah, it's just yeah. you know you just paid Najoku this franchise tag mm-hmm. um yeah. and you obviously you want to get a deal done long term so mm-hmm. why not put Najoku in a position to where he can get more targets and you can see that explosiveness down the field. That's your boy, Dave Njoku. And bring up the T1. So, did I see this on Twitter? Like, he actually became a chief. Like, did you guys see that tweet? I did. I did not. He was, I forget which country he was in. Like, it was his, like, his family's, like, original. Yes. Correct. Origin country, I guess you would home country. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Was. I think that's pretty interesting. But yeah, I, I really like the Chief. I want to see some more Chief uh, slams after after that big play versus the the Los Angeles Chargers. That big touchdown play, I was like, oh man, this guy. This, I, that, I, that's when I and really he, really had it and you know what's the crazy part about it is so since that Chargers game, he's never gotten more than five targets per game. It's insane. It's insane. 
And I, of course, I, I, you know, I started him in fantasy that day. So that was great. That was, that was, that was a <laughs> good move. Day, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, so, so definitely re- uh, the release of Austin Hooper. And, um, uh, we also got, uh, we also released the NFL player association, uh, president center, El Presidente, Presidente, jc treader how do you guys feel about that release was the writing on the wall what do you guys think give me some give me some thoughts on that with the cap hit and you know i think there is i don't think the cap hit was that large compared to what we were just gonna have to pay him rolling over into the next season mm-hmm. plus we got to see nick harris ball out on christmas day nick harris and that was maybe the christmas present we needed for this season a little bit early you know um you know, saving the money. We've got a good center, uh, Bill Callahan, best offensive line coach probably ever. And, you know, he's always had the eye out for him. That's why we got him in the draft. So it's their homegrown boys, you know. It, it, it is it is it is great to see uh, Nick Harris be able to get a chance. So 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 Mac, what do you feel about that release? So I I like this on a lot of levels. I, I mean, you know, third round 2020, this was the plan all along, right? You know, he was JC Treader's replacement. Over the past two years, um, Jeff Lloyd brought this up. Uh, Nathan Zagura talked about it so many times on Cleveland Browns Daily. Mm-hmm. JC Treader, now granted, you, you know, he's there in the walkthroughs. But he hasn't done a padded practice in, like, I'm talking possible like years. You know, yeah. he's he's at yeah. that age, and it was the same thing with Joe Thomas. You know, you let the guy come in. You know, you don't want to put too much wear and tear on his body because he's already had, you know, this and that. I don't know how many injuries that he's played through at Cleveland, and he just doesn't have the miles on his legs anymore to yeah. run this kind of zone scheme that we do. You know. We require our our centers to be able to pull out in front, to be able to get next level on these linebackers. So Nick Harris, who's a little bit smaller build, he's kind of a a lot like Jason Kelsey, a little bit undersized, but his Mm -hmm. quickness makes up for it because you don't have to be strong if you can simply cut your guy off and just get in the way because blocking in its former sport purest form is just simply getting in the way. And I mean, that's 8 million that you're saving yourself there. You had to figure out one way or another, if Nick Harris was the guy and yeah. the, and the whole thing with JC's Treader skipping, like I shouldn't say skipping all these practices. He was present, but him not fully participating is that all those reps go to Nick Harris, Yeah, which explains why he balled out on Christmas day. And that was not against just any defensive tackle. That's Kenny Clark, one of the league's best. Mm-hmm. So yeah. absolutely excited to see what Nick Harris can do for the orange Brown next season. Yeah. And he's also got the moves, man. I mean, the infamous gift for Jeff, however you want to say it, you know, oh, that false where, 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 yeah. where they touch him, he just flies back and he goes, yeah, has little <laughs> the gun fingers. <laughs> oh, dude, that is that. I, I still remember when he was drafted and then, cause I, I had saw that, because that, that was a huge gift and it like blew up and then yeah. every nobody knew who this dude was and then he got drafted by the Browns and then that tweet blew up again and it was it, I don't know it was it, it's cool that he you know he has um he had that kind of like internet um famousness yeah yeah but um but yeah no I'm definitely excited to see him play play next year I think that he will be just I, I shouldn't say good enough, but I think he'll play well next year. I, I don't think you're going to be missing a step. Correct. No, 
No, no, not at all. And and, and another acquisition that the Browns got was um, the punt returner from the Chicago Bears, Jakeem Grant. He is 5'7", 5'7", age 29 from Texas Tech University. Uh, He's a Pro Bowl punt returner, so that's going to help out Cleveland uh, big time. uh, And and Cleveland has a great history of punt returners uh, from your Josh Cribbs, your uh, Eric Metcalfs, your Bobby Mitchells. And and it's going to be a great help because – you know, uh, the Browns were almost rock bottom in 2020 uh, for ranking uh, 31st with a 4.8 yard uh, average per return. And so uh, bringing in uh, Jakeem Grant of a 10.3 yards uh, per return for his career is going to help out uh, the punt returns um, help like a lot for the Cleveland Browns. And and also we re-signed uh, tackle Chris Hubbard. How do you guys how do you guys feel about Chris Hubbard? Are you having Chris Hubbard back for a uh, another go around? So uh, Chris, Chris Hubbard, um, I really like him. I was really kind of sad to hear about his, you know, his season ending extremely early last year. And the, the thing is you look at the tackle room and even with Chris Hubbard, um, you know, uh, hopefully he's, he's been rehabilitated. I can't say enough about the person. He's always active on Twitter. You know, he's very, yeah, no, he's super cool around the fans. Um, you, you do worry about his health though. Um, you know, this isn't the first big injury that he's had. You look at the right tackle who he would be backing up and is the reason why, you know, we had so many issues last year, Jack Conklin, a guy that hasn't played 16 games. So you need that kind of backup behind him. And now if you look at, you look at the other side here, you know, you have Jed Wills who also had injury, had injury problems last year. So I think what they wanted to do is get away from Blake Hance having to play tackle and they want to stick with, you know, Chris Hubbard and their development of rookie um, who is now going into his second year now, um, James Hudson. So I I think it was a really smart move. Um, You you know, that way you don't have to prioritize tackle depth in the draft. You can find a developmental piece that you like um, or just a guy that kind of sticks out to you. So definitely great job bringing him back and, you know, hopefully he's healthy next year. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I really like the re-signing. We really did need that depth because I don't want to ever, ever see Blake Hintz playing right tackle again. Love the guy. <laughs> he's, a, he's a really good backup guard, but don't ever put him back in the tackle position again. Um, I don't think he's big enough to play it because, uh, like, you need your bigger dudes playing tackles. And, Absolutely. Uh, but you do, you do, you really do. And, uh, and, and just, you know, fast forwarding and just a little bit for, for two more transactions that we have, we re-signed linebacker, Anthony Walker, Jr. Uh, oh, yeah. we're, we're going to get a walk back number four, rocking the number four Jersey for the Browns. He's a, a, a big piece. So. Fours up for that big piece guy, six foot one, 26 years old. So I'm so glad that he's back and, um, he's going to resign with the Cleveland Browns for a one year, $5 million deal. And he's one of the starters for the Browns, so it's great to retain as many starters as possible. Oh, yeah. I like to keep the consistency, but, uh, you know, there's one position. It's not looking like it's going to be pretty consistent going into the uh, 2022 season, and that is the quarterback position. We kind of thought we had that figured out this time last year. I mean, it's sad to say a lot of stuff's went down since the last podcast involving the quarterback position 
And, you know, we, I mean, we were clowning on the Sean Watson stuff pretty hard. And then the next day we find out the Browns are going to go actually talk to Watson. Hmm. And it just caused a big uproar on Twitter. And then we get the, it looked like a Baker Mayfield, like, thank you, Cleveland. Like he was already gone off the roster and you know, the adult thing came out that the Browns are wanting an adult to play quarterback, and then they're talking to Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, it's it, it's been a wild <laughs> past like four it's, days. It, it is, it is, it has been a lot, and 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 that, you know, it's. I feel, I feel really, I feel. I don't know. I feel there's a lot of emotions that go into a situation like this. I mean, even yeah, Chris Mortensen reported from ESPN and and said. Said, "Quote, uh, just now, on the Browns wanting a quote, an adult, unquote, at quarterback. I'm not going to say who told me that, but that was the exact words that were used, um, unquote. So, you know, uh, more uh, Chris Morrison also added that other people in the Browns building have since disputed that that would be their characterization characterization of Baker Mayfield. Um, so it's just, it's just, it, it, I mean." In every sense of the word, it's it's turning into a circus. I mean, there's reports coming out left and right, and you know, I, we've we've uh, seen Baker Mayfield release a letter uh, just in stating that he uh, loves the city of Cleveland and his wife Emily have made it their home and things like that. And so, uh, I I just kind of want to ask you, Matt, about what you feel about some of the things that are going on and, and how you feel about the quarterback position moving forward for the Cleveland Browns. What are, what is what are your what are your thoughts here? I mean, it's it's the bleakest that it's been since 2017. I mean, let's be honest. You know, let's sit back and ask ourselves in the fall of 2018. You know, after uh, this amazing season, um, I, I should say, going into the winter of 2018. You know, this amazing season that Baker had. He struggled in 2019, came back in 2020, and brings this city their first playoff win. Yes, since 1992, the first time that they've been into the playoffs since 2002. Um, so it was it 92 or 93 the last time that they won a, they won a playoff game or was I it I thought it was 89. I may be wrong there. Um but but anyway, so you know, they break the playoff drought, they win the playoff game in Pittsburgh, you know, again against a rival um and Baker Mayfield was the first quarterback to do that since Tim Couch. And the last time Tim Couch played for the Browns was 2003. So you know, he comes into 2019. Um, it, I don't even want to talk about the week two injury because the, to me that was not significant. He popped it back in. He finished that game. Yeah. Um, you, you know, he threw on that brace the first time. It was a little tight. You could you could tell in the Vikings game there was certain throws that he just couldn't follow through on. Um, they loosened it up. He then played against the Arizona Cardinals in a game where he was missing both of his tackles. For I, I still don't understand as a coach putting your quarterback out there without mm. starting tackles and then mm. not game plan around it. Uh, mm. I mean, I wouldn't even. There, there comes a point where you're just like, yeah, I, I get that you want to win, but if somebody's not getting open in two seconds, you're just leaving your quarterback there to die. But that's that's just me. That's the that's the offensive yeah. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking. <laughs> um, you, you know, he dislocates it again, breaks his humerus bone, um, and the team had a decision. Gamble 
or sit them out, call the season a lost cause. They gambled. It did not end up how they wanted to be. Now, granted, there was a, a slew load of injuries between Baker Mayfield, Kareem Hunt, Jack Conklin, Jed Wills. Uh, I mean, the, there's a laundry list. Now, if you include the COVID game, that quadruples, right? So after all that, um, you know, we come into an offseason where Deshaun Watson is available. Now, is Deshaun Watson a, uh, arguably a top five quarterback? I would say yes. Yeah, I would agree. But I would agree. He has 26 civil cases against him. Why? In an NFL where Ben Roethlisberger had one case. Or mm. Actually, sorry. He had two cases. I believe one fell through. Um, if I'm wrong, please correct me. Um, but he had two incidents. He was suspended six games. All Deshaun Watson needs is for one incident to trip up, and in my mind, that's six games. I yep. I don't think that he plays a full season. Um, to me, Carolina and the Saints kind of seem like they're not in win now mode. To me, because yeah. I, I mean, I mean, if that was the case, why wouldn't a team like and you know now? Granted, there were some initial interests, but like, why didn't a team like Seattle go after him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's just like you you knew he was the gamble from the start, and you go in there, you you make your visit on Tuesday, you come back, and this is after Ben Albright already reported that it wasn't Houston that shot them down the first yeah. time; it was Deshaun Watson that shot them down, and he has a no trade clause. And the fact that they doubled down, went into the meeting the next day to meet with them. Now they have this report that leaks out. They're looking for more of an adult at quarterback. Yeah. Now Baker Mayfield went through four head coaches. Yeah. You know, he's gone through multiple offenses, you, you know, been gotten in several incidents with the Cleveland media, including mm-hmm. some fans. He actually yeah. had a media member accuse his family of a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Now, as ridiculous as that seems, that's a confirmed real thing. And yeah. I have the receipts to prove it. Yeah, yeah. You had a broadcaster call him a midget on live air. I mean, the guy, <laughs> yeah, the guy, now, yes, a midget. Yep. Baker Mayfield is a good football player. He has not taken any personal shots at him that were not immediately thrown at him first. Now, you could say that that's childish for charging back, but put your put yourself in his shoes. A guy yeah, yeah. that... You know, played his 2021 season. He's got a cuff on. He's hurting. He's gone through not just the shoulder injury, but he also had nerve damage in his knee and a bone spur in his heel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. his teammates had to pick him up off the field against the Patriots just for him to try and come back out a drive later. I, I mean, y- you know, say say what you want, but, you know, he's a player and he know he knew that that might have been his last shot to play for Cleveland. So yeah. he tried to make the best of it. Now, yeah. should have coach pulled him? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, like there, there was just no point. You might as well just called it a lost season, let him heal up, and then just get him ready to go and add your weapons. Because, I mean, that receiving core was not going anywhere anyway. No. So, but it, it's just, it's it's really disheartening how the front office handled all this. It's really disheartening that they went through all this trouble and they sullied their name and they, mm. they sit here and they want to talk about diversity and, mm. you know, women's rights and everything. And they had now granted Callie Bronson, huge shout out to her for being the head coach of the women's national team. 
you know, yeah. she's, yeah. she's taking full advantage of her opportunity and he, she has done extremely well in the NFL. Yeah. But how do you promote her work? And you say that you want success for women, but you're actively going for a guy and selling the farm for a guy that has that many cases over him. Meanwhile, wow. absolutely. Ber- like it, I, I mean that it, as small as a comment, that seems that comment was everywhere. Yeah. 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 ESP. I mean, everybody's quoting this thing, thing from, from more, whether or not they're even playing the audio that transcription is, you know, all over, Twitter, all over Facebook. Yeah. It, it, it was, you know, I mean, you're, you're calling, you're calling him a child. Yeah. For, and, Granted, he's not perfect, but it's it's like, what are you doing? Can you at least wait till he's if if that's how you truly feel about it, and that's what you want to do? Why why don't you wait for when he's out the door? Yeah, why are you releasing this? You know what I mean? It's just it's absolutely classless. It's it's just a dumpster fire overall, and. And, and I mean, I'll, I'm going to let you guys talk so that and so we can really get into this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really, really want to touch on later that it really looks like I, and, and I mean, the Browns know it because they wanted to now granted Baker told him to back off, but they reportedly wanted to fly into Texas today to apologize to him in person and say that he is, you, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. tell him and reassure him that they want him back. Yeah. And he turned them down. Yeah. If they don't mend that. The there's no other option at quarterback that's going to take them to the playoffs. But I'm I'm interested in what you guys have to say. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Christian. Yeah, a, a, a comment on that. So, you know, I me we've all talked throughout this whole. I mean, we've got we got a group chat and we we talk in it quite frequently, and you know, I was we were all like, why are we doing this? It, it morality like. No, like we do not want this guy just because like our morals don't align with that. Like we like this dude's honestly scum if all this is true. I mean, I know the criminal charges got dropped, but that doesn't mean he didn't do it. But uh, you know, it's 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 kind of sad, you know, because everything that has transpired in the last forty eight hours, you go down to Texas and. You know, me and Mac talked about this. Like you, like I know that we didn't agree with Watson's like choices and stuff, but like it was like about you're like we got to get Watson now because if we don't, we've got no other options. Like Baker's because like the apology thing or the thank you Cleveland thing comes out, and then later or earlier today, uh, you hear Baker Mayfield has requested a trade. Like he wants out. And it's just like everything that could have went wrong with you going down to Houston has went wrong. And, you know, the consensus plan B was Derek Carr. And Derek Carr just got Devontae Adams back. Yep. So Derek Carr's not leaving. Um, I mean, we made it. I made a joke earlier on Twitter about maybe us getting (laughs) Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. since that happened but i mean we're not going to get aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. so you're, you're looking you're you're now looking at like jimmy g Jameis winston yep. uh depending Scraping on where the bottom yeah. barrel and yep. depending on if uh watson goes to atlanta if he goes there then matt ryan possibly yeah unless something just kind of opens up maybe you can swoop in and with the cardinals get 
Kyler Murray. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's just <laughs> you don't know now. Like, it feels like we're at the bottom again. It, it, it and that's what and it's it's crazy. You know, this is a situation where. You're going into this year with so many different quarterbacks on the horizons. You wanted your Russell, the, the Twitter. I mean, Brown's Twitter wanted their Russell Wilsons. They wanted their Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy G, Jared Carr. All season, they said, we want this, we want that, we want this. And it's it, it's just frustrating because we're not looking at the reality of the situation. And I don't believe, you know, I don't believe that if we were to look at it from, hey, here are points A, B, and C, and this is what's realistic. If you were to look at it from that point of view, Baker Mayfield has one year left on his contract, team-friendly, $18.5 million. Why don't we bring him back? He knows. He got his surgery. That's what everybody was complaining about. That's what he was complaining about, a little bit a little bit beaten up, this whatever, get the shoulder fixed, torn labrum, surgery's fixed. He's looking well. Uh, he's looking well. Bring in a guy like Amari Cooper, got Amari Cooper. Uh, you have a, a 13th overall pick. Uh uh, get yourself in a position to bring in a wide receiver to help him out. You got an offensive line paid, uh, Petonio t- paid Teller. Uh, you're bringing back Jack Conklin. He is going to be healthy from his injury that ended his season. So uh, hopefully Jetrick Wilson would come back and, and be a better version of himself. So you're looking at these situations and you're saying to yourself, okay, we've put Baker in a position to do well in 2022. Like why would I'm not sure, and I, you know, I don't want to get into all those parts. Was it from Jimmy Haslam? Was it was it AB or or whatever the case may be? Whoever it was, was it thinking clearly about the repercussions that would happen? That's what's really annoying at this point. Is like, okay, now you've put yourself from between a rock and a hard place because guess what, Baker? Now everything his fate his his name is in the mud, right? So you're going into a situation where okay, he's upset. You didn't get Deshaun Watson. Now what do you do? You went from having Baker Mayfield trying to come back and, and, and have that underdog mentality and like, hey, as long as my city loves me, I'm going to go out there and put everything on the line for them. But now you're in a situation where it is, oh, man, you guys don't actually want me. Right. Even if you did have the conversation that you wanted, like there was reports saying that they did have a conversation with Baker Mayfield after the combine saying we wanted to uh, uh, look at an elite quarterback. If there was a chance, that's all we're going to do. But you went down there and flew down there and all this other stuff. So news gets out and I Baker Mayfield at the end of the day, he's a human being. Right. And he is a guy who if there's anyone who can take this type of heat and come out of it alive, it's Baker Mayfield. But one human can only take so much. And so I think that moving forward is going to be very interesting to see how the Cleveland Browns navigate this situation with Baker Mayfield, because really, you know, everybody in the AFC West, they're equipping themselves. They're getting better. We haven't seen too much, uh, too much movement through the AFC North, right? Only Mitchell Trubisky going to this, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, which they have three quarterbacks now at that point, Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins. And it looks like they're going to draft a fourth one. And we, we don't even know if we have our one, right? So it's a little bit like, it's a little bit like, you know, uh, the rich get richer, but honestly, it's going to be interesting to see how, how we move forward in this situation. So, you know, I don't know. I, 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 who knows what's going to happen in the future? A lot of things are still going to be shaking out, and I, I'm just curious. I'm just curious what's going to go, what's going to happen, and and you know, I want to ask both of you: Do you do you believe that there's a chance that this relationship can be mended and uh, we move forward? Do you think that that that's something that can happen? Mm, nah, I, I don't. I, I don't think that Baker's going to be back next year. I think there was a chance before we flew down. 
two or before Haslam, uh, Barry, and Stefanski flew down to Texas. I think that, and then the post. I think that's kind of where they got the adult thing, right. um, because like I mean, after the math, it came out that he had, like they had spoke about them going and talking to other quarterbacks possibly. Um, so I think that's yeah, where that is. I, and, yeah, ahead, and I don't mean to I don't mean to cut you off, but oh, you're um, good. here's here's what I confirmed. Um so they did talk to him at the combine, but they didn't tell him that they were going after Deshaun Watson. Hmm. Yeah. I, on a technical I, Yeah, I, I on a technicality, no. They, they said they're gonna go exactly. after so, an did, elite did they, someone. Did, yes, did did they say that? Now I'm assuming that Baker didn't think this team would go after somebody who still has legal cases over his head. Yeah. And yes. Might yes. even get put like, yes. you know, might end up being suspended. I think he was just more hurt by the fact of like, okay, now granted, um, you, you know, whoever said it, and there's a lot of speculation saying that it was Jimmy Haslam, the owner. I personally do think that I've heard, yeah. I've, I've heard other people in the media sources that I trust say that it was Haslam. Yeah. 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 Um, but it, it's just, you, you know, I'm assuming that was said to him, to his, to his face at some point somewhere. Yeah. I don't think that it was just, a, it was, it was a secret that that certain person thought about Mayfield that way. Right. Um, but the fact that it came out and then it was on air and then meanwhile, they're chasing this dude. It just hurts. I really do think that when he posted, when he posted it, I thought it was, you know, if this is goodbye. Yeah. But again, that whole comment to where, you, you know, and it, and it on just at such a basic level, when you just, you, you know, when you're having conversations and it just like, I want to find someone who's more and a more an adult. Yeah. Now I'm just saying that to you too. You, you know what I mean? Now, once it gets out to a reporter, it gets out to a reporter. And reporters are going to take straight from the horse's mouth. He didn't. He didn't point it on a certain someone, which means that certain someone make, wants to make it look like a group effort, which mm-hmm. is also what my source explained to me. So it's just it looks really bad, and that was just the nail in the coffin here. Now, do I think that this relationship can be mended? I do. And Pete Smith brought this up. David Njoku had requested a trade. Now you you got to look at it, look at Njoku in his situation. They mm-hmm. signed Austin Hooper and paid him a crap ton of money when they did, and then they drafted Harrison Bryant. And even though it was a late fourth round selection, you, you know Harrison Bryant was still one regarded as like one of the now. Granted, they they saw him as a very skinny pro- prospect, and they said he's more wide receiver, but he was still a polarizing kind of guy right, who played right. in a small conference. So right. it was just like you have you have Austin Hooper, and now you have this rookie coming in. So he initially re- requested that trade. Now nobody knows. There's no confirmed source out there to what changed David Njoku's mind. Uh, Possibly it- that could have been Andrew Barry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that it was where yeah, like the new offense had was coming in because mm-hmm. Stefanski was coming in. I think mm-hmm. Stefanski was like, "You're going to have a different role here. We use two tight ends instead of one, mm-hmm. uh, like that was used in the previous year with uh, Freddie Kitchens." And I think that was the thing 
but I think where we're keeping the same people in Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski, and there's been multiple reports that, I mean, Ben Albright said this in a space. He said there was a, like, it wasn't a well-known thing at the time. Like, it was, there's a rift between Stefanski and Baker. And I think that that's kind of getting more light since he said that. And you can kind of see, I guess, where that's coming from. But, you know, at the end of the day, Andrew Barry's got a plan. Um, well, I assume he still has a plan. Or hope so, anyways. Hopefully. Yeah, uh, does, yeah, right. But, you know, it, it's it's just a, it's a sad situation. Like, I mean, I knew... I didn't think Baker would be back next year. I thought we would have, like, the 2022 season with Baker. I mean, we've said this numerous times. We're going to revamp this offense. We're going to make it where it's nobody's fault but Baker's. Right. And now it's like, well, Baker's not even going to be. It just kind of seems that way as of right right now. It just kind of seems like Baker's not going to be here. Um, But, you, you know, it's just. I don't know. It just kind of has that old feeling to it, like the same old yeah. Browns. Yeah. And the and the worst part about all this <clears throat> is that while they were spending time, and now they're still spending time on the quarterback because they they don't know if Baker's actually going to come back and play for them. Nope. But they're they're missing out on the harder free agency right now. With them yeah. going to talk to Deshaun Watson, they were they ruined couldn't be, everything. Now, now, granted, you know there are some arguments against you know the cap doesn't really exist and you can restructure, but you still have to take care of you know if you were to trade for Deshaun Watson, um, you would still have to take on that forty million and then make it work and then clear additional cap space for that next target. So yeah. Deshaun Watson was still that domino that was holding them up. Yeah, yeah. That don that domino fell, and now you have Baker Mayfield holding you up because you yeah. don't know whether he's going to be back. So you can't pay attention to the free agent market right now and spend the big dollars that you want to because there are going to be some – well, there were until they got picked up. But Zadarius Smith, um, wait, I no, he actually – He backed back out. Flipped. Yeah, he, he backed out on the Baltimore Ravens, so he's still available. But again, they have Baker Mayfield to deal with. We don't know whether or not where Cl- Clowney's at. I mean, he's been dead silent, testing the waters. Yeah. Um, Vaughn Miller is gone. Chandler Jones is gone. Um, you know, who knew that Yannick Nagakwe was available on the trade market? Yeah. But again, held up into Sean Watson. And it's who just, knew Cleo Mack was the on Browns, the trade Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the, like, the Browns still now. Granted, I will talk in circles about Chase yeah. Winovich after the the film that I've seen on this guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And oh, I yeah. do think that he can be a possible running mate to Miles. Um, but yeah. he's coming off an injury prone year, and that's a lot yeah. asking of a guy, you know, that hasn't hasn't played edge rusher. You know, and, and I mean that wasn't even like his big. He just doesn't have a lot of reps under his belt because the the Pats were using him as like a linebacker hybrid kind of role. But the Browns don't have a have a running mate for Miles right now, and they yeah. don't have a starting defensive tackle. Yeah, yeah. And Michael and uh, Pierce, by the way, Michael Pierce, um, he, he's just, gone. Baltimore brought him back. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's, where, it's just where do you you're, go? you're getting you're getting held up, and then now you're starting to get to a point to where you might need to use those draft picks. Mm-hmm. To get a quarterback, so that way you could, you're still in win now mode. 
But when you do that, you sacrifice for the team. So, you yep. know, they lost out on an opportunity to make a full, complete roster. Now, granted, they still have time. And there is, like, there is a couple good guys that are still left there that you wouldn't necessarily have to, you know, pay too much for. Yep. But it's just the longer that you're held up on this QB and the longer the uncertainty, you know, the less options that you're giving yourself and, you know, you're – you're not giving yourself the opportunity to create a full roster. And that's what's been plaguing the Browns since, since the last time that they were a halfway, you know, decent team. And they went to the playoffs in early 2002, because they they put Tim couch out there and they said, okay, you know, Tim couch is the problem. Yeah. Even though he was taking on, you know, over a hundred sacks in two years. Wow. You know, yeah. it's the That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Look, you know, you know, look at look at the 49ers. The 49ers had Jimmy G go nine quarters in the playoffs without throwing mm-hmm. a touchdown. If you wow. saw his playoff numbers, which by the way, you know, threw more interceptions than he did touchdowns. You know, <laughs> two touchdowns, three interceptions. He actually has a streak. He has one of the longest streaks in the NFL of throwing an interception in playoff games. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. But they kept winning because they have the better roster. And it's just, and I don't, I don't know whether it's just incompetency. I don't know whether the fact that they just haven't been in a place of success before, Mm. but just the overall ineptitude to just blindly have such tunnel vision on one player that you're not addressing the immediate needs is just, I, I, I'm I'm just baffled by it. Yeah, well, and, and and to piggyback off what you're saying, you just brought up a great point that I personally have not thought about, but it's a it's it's glaring. We we have to we have a whole other you know 51 men on the roster that we have to address, right? Like what like in this situation, I think you got you uh, Fletcher Cox for the Eagles just got released, and it's like mm-hmm. you you're supposed to re-sign Denzel Ward, and you know that kind of stopped, right? We were hashtagging re-sign Denzel Ward. We're not doing that anymore. We're talking quarterbacks, and it's like you know you kind of go into this situation where it's like, man, we got ourselves in mud right hat right now, and we're supposed to be attacking a lot of these guys in free agency, right? So I, I think it's it's crazy for me to think about a situation where. The front office, it, what seemingly, I don't know, I'm not in the front office, but it, from the outside looking in, it's like this situation is, I hate to use the word distraction, but I can't think of anything else, but it really is a distraction. Yeah. Here, I, I got a comparison for it. And go I'll, ahead, I'll go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, please, please, it, please. To yeah, me, absolutely. To me, it seems like the Browns are surviving and not thriving. Yes. Instead of yes. the person that's paddling you know, that's, that's rowing down and actually traveling distance in the water. Yeah. They're trying to just keep their head above it. Living paycheck to paycheck. Yes, exactly. And it's just, it's just insane to me. I just can't, I can't wrap my head around it because now this, we would have had a completely different conversation if they would have been in trade talks with like Russell Wilson or, Um, you, you know, or they may have may have somehow convinced Aaron Rodgers to waive his no trade clause for Cleveland, and they pulled the trigger on it, and yeah. they were actually able to get this dude. Yeah, that's different. We would have a completely different conversation because number one, you, you know, there's no 
There's no ethics behind it. Number two, there's not any possible like suspension. He can 100% play the 17 games. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's just, oh <laughs> you, you know, we put ourselves, and you said it before, between a rock and a hard place. And it's yeah. just, there was no win out of this. Because yeah. even if they did pull the trigger on Deshaun Watson, they would have sold the farm. And again, you have all these holes that you need to address. And the longer that we get held up in this quarterback hell that we've been in since Bernie Kosar was let go of the yeah, Browns. Yeah. Like and and you can't even I I can't even cite the Baker year Baker years as stable anymore because right. it was just brought with such hatred and controversy within the fan base and the media. I, yeah. I mean and I'm not trying to go all conspiracy theorists, but there's a no, lot no. of people. There's a good chunk of people. Now I'm I'm I shouldn't say a lot because in the grand scheme of things, it's around ten to fifteen. But that ten to fifteen is extremely loud, and they have been voicing nonstop with a lot of those ten to fifteen in very. I I, I don't want to say powerful because this is a politics. Yeah. Okay, we're talking sports. That's <laughs> what it feels like, really, honestly. It, yeah, and it, it, in in positions to where they just ragged on them all day, and it was yeah. now congratulations. Mm-hmm. We're still in quarterback hell, and yeah. when you're in quarterback hell, not only can you not win, but you're so focused on this one position that you can't address anything else, and you don't like. It's just. I don't know. It, it's it's crazy to me. It, I, I mean, if you would have told me like August of 2021, hey, this is what we're going to be looking at uh-huh. before going to the draft. I I would have told you you're crazy. But yeah, you know, here we are. Yeah, I, I, I would have took a bullet for Baker Mayfield this time last year. Honestly, I mean, he just brought us to a playoff game uh, or W. We go into Kansas City. We put up a good fight. We lose because our defense was trash. And then Andrew Barry's going out there addressing everything. And looks like we're Super Bowl contenders going into the season in 2021. And, you know, where we're at now is our own fault. That's what it is. I completely agree. And and to be honest with you, our like even if we were to bring in uh, you know, a quarterback that is not like the, the intangibles of your Jimmy G's, of your James Winston's, listen, our roster is is a is a good roster, but mm-hmm. it's not good enough to just plug and chug another quarterback in there and just say, Hey, you're mediocre, but we got guys around you. Let's get you like, we, like we have Amari Cooper, right? That's, that's fantastic. But like, even with San Fran, they have George Kittle. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, we yeah. have a good running game and a, stellar defense. and a stellar defense and where our defense is, you know, second half of 2021 was very good, but it's like, Okay, we need to be consistent throughout the whole entire year. I, I, I didn't want to say something, Matt. Go ahead. I, I actually, I touched on this um, in in one of my articles. Uh, yeah. talking about talk about uh, it. Talk you about know, D tackle needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, people wh- when they look at the roster, you know, they say, okay, you know, teams need to have a quarterback. You know, quarterback needs to throw to somebody, and you can get away with a, you know a B tier running back. Obviously, you got to have a good offensive line and. You know, you got to have corners to cover these wide receivers. Joe Woods runs a four-two-five, meaning that he's got four down linemen, two linebackers, five DBs. Mm-hmm. Now, since week nine of last year, the Browns averaged giving up 136 rush yards per game. You and and, and that's with Malik Jackson and Malik 
McDowell, which, by the way, we still don't know what's going on with Malik McDowell. He's still going through his legal issues. There are rumors that he that, you know, it wasn't just some kind of crazy outburst and that he was drugged, not trying to get into that. But we don't know what he's doing. They did not bring Malik Jackson back because it was it was one year, several million too many, you know, 19 missed tackles. So, you know, that it just. It, it needs to be addressed. And, you know, now we're not even sure if Clowney's coming back. So now you have Miles, your two linebackers, and yeah. your five really good DBs. Oh, great. You know, you yeah. can cover on third down and 10. But Where's I the run stop? You, I guarantee you, if you don't have those guys up front, they won't even need to get to third down. Exactly. I mean, they're just going to run the ball every play. And, we're just going to look like that, you know, soft run team that Cleveland usually has. Yeah. 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 That's a very good point. Very good point. You know, uh, you know, there's a couple good DT or yeah. Defensive tackles that have hit the market recently. (laughs) And my boy from the Washington commanders finally got released. And Matthew, I or however you want to say, hey, Andrew Barry needs to be on the phone, stat, get this boy in an orange and brown uniform for next year. Get Fletcher Cox, get Hakeem Hicks, get everybody, man. We just we need to have a dominant defense because yeah. the way it's looking, yeah. man, it's it's like I don't know, like the <laughs> the quarterback situation is it's it's going to be about a, a mid tier quarterback. Yeah, you, you're gonna have low to mid tier quarterback play next year, and you know it's it, it's it, know. It, it's it's crazy. You know, we, we you know I want to I want to touch on what you were saying a little bit about the defensive line, but I uh, but it's you know but just to double back. I, I I just we weren't we were not supposed to, they the Browns they they were not supposed to be worrying about this. Yeah, <laughs> who's under center. Right. That, that that was not supposed to be well on the on the surface. It looked that way. And I kind of believe that um, it was supposed to be very stable going into 2022. Uh, get the surgery. We'll bounce. Once. You have one year left on your on your deal. Like, like, yeah. like play that one year out. But um, and, and we, we should be able to they should have been able to um, worry about guys like uh, Matt Ioannidis and who 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 is a monster, you know, 6'3", 310 pounds, uh, 38 combined tackles from Temple University. So uh, I know my wife will like that. She's from Temple. But so I think <laughs> I, I think she went to Temple. But so I think it, it, it would be a guy like that and Akeem Hicks or 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 even if you wanted to go off to offer some leadership for Fletcher Cox, you could. You know, he's a little bit older, but he's he's, he's a he, he's a producing very well at, at defensive tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles. So it's like. I don't know, but there, there. If I were Andrew Barry, I would focus. If you could, I mean, obviously, now that everything is out in the open, it's kind of like a you're trying to save face here and and, and trying to um, the ship's leaking a little bit, I believe, and you're going to have to try to save face here somehow, some way. Try to figure out who you can get a quarterback because, you know, honestly. You know, a lot of people want to say Baker's just requested this trade because it's like a, a whole situation of a I, 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 I'm not fired. I quit kind of ordeal, you know, but whatever the case may be, I think that you should try your absolute best. Everything you gave to Deshaun Watson to try to give him to come here, do the same thing with Baker Mayfield. Say, please, can you come back for one more year? You know, um, I, I hate to I don't I don't know. I, I, I'm not the type of person, but I, I just think he's the best available with quotes around it. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't want him to request a trade or um, 
um, obviously, really, he's under contract, right? So, so the Browns really don't have to do anything. You know, I don't, I don't know the ramifications. I don't know if you guys want to speak on that. I don't know if you either know. I don't know if he can sit out like you can in the NBA or whatever the case may be. I, think I believe the franchise tag, or I'm not, I'm not sorry. The team the, option, the, the yeah, the fifth year team option. I, I'm not sure whether or not it's guaranteed. Okay, okay, well, they can that up here, which they can find him. Like for every time you don't show up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Absolutely. I could do that. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So if that's the, and if that's the case, then I think that I, I believe that Baker Mayfield wouldn't do that. I don't think I, me personally in my head, I don't think I think he knows that he is not a Aaron Rodgers type of guy who is, hey, I can <laughs> I can sit out all year and everybody knows how I'm going to handle it. If I come back next year, if I'm on your guaranteed team. for injury yeah. only. Guaranteed for injury only. So okay, so if he sat out, if he sat out, he would not make his money. He has to he play would, to make his money. He would have to play to make his money. Right there, yes. right there. Thank you. Because that right there now solidifies it for me that if the big, that if the Browns don't want to trade him, don't trade him. Because I guarantee you yeah. he'll play. You know what Which, I mean? It, it was like minutes after he like he like you saw the news. It was like Yeah, but here's one now. It was denied. It was like, yeah, the, like, no. the Browns told him yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, the, the front office is like, absolutely not. Because we know, one, if you want to make money, you're going to play. And two, like, if, if you sit out, you're not going to make money. So when you play, and we know when you play, you're going to play your heart out. Because guess what? Yeah. You're a free agent after that, unrestricted. So, yeah. like, teams are going to want to see that you could still perform. And on top of all that, we're going to do everything we possibly can to, you know, Albeit all this stuff is coming out right before the draft, which is a little bit great because we'll get to in a month. We'll have a, a little bit of a breather because we can get some some stud wide receivers in here, hopefully. But yeah. we're going to give you everything you possibly need. So if you don't succeed in this situation um, and if you don't play well, then, hey, it's like so I, I think it's a, again, it goes back to a win win for Cleveland, really. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. Like the only people I can realistically think in my mind after the Devontae Adams trade that could come to Cleveland is Jimmy G and James Winston. Yeah. And you know, like, I really, I really do not want to watch Jimmy Garoppolo throwing a football in Cleveland. Like, I mean, I'll, if it happens, I'll root for it. I'm a Browns fan. I, I watched Deshaun Kaiser for, for yeah. like, Whatever, well, you know, Jimmy, what Jimmy G is going to look like. Healthy Jimmy G is just injured Baker Mayfield. I, I mean, mm. you look at their two mm. seasons this year. See, um, I, you know, I think he looks interceptions, 12 interceptions. Like, you know, it, it's just and, and it's not even like there. there's no brace on him. There's no restriction. It, like it was I think it was um, what's his name? Ed uh, Green, Green, Ed Greenberg, Ed Greenberg. Yeah, yeah. So he um, he posted a video of all of Jimmy Garoppolo's thirteen interceptions for the twenty twenty one season, uh-huh. and it just it, it almost looked like he was throwing straight at the defender. I mean, it's it it, it it's pretty bad, and I can imagine that it's going to be the same thing in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, Amari Cooper is extremely talented, but the Browns' weapons on offense do not equate to Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and George yeah. Kittle. So yeah. you're not going to get uh, that good of a Jimmy G that yep. you saw in San Francisco. And you're telling me that like that, what you're, what you've saw of Jimmy Garoppolo is what you're telling me now, the peak. I don't want any, a part of that. I, I really don't. So to me, it's the Browns need to approach Mayfield and they need to say, Hey, what, what keeps you here? Because in all reality, 
this is also be- Baker's best case scenario because when he's traded, he can't control his situation. I mean, a team could pick him up and view him as a bridge quarterback, and no matter what he does, they yeah. won't hang on to him. Yeah. You know, he goes into Cleveland, and there is so many reasons to believe that he can at least put out a decent season. Maybe, you know, maybe he doesn't have as good as a season as that 14 game stretch that he had between, you know, 2020 up into those two games of 2021 before the shoulder cuff. You you know, even if he just played a little bit less than that. He's going to get paid in this National Football League because that yeah, was, somewhere. you know, even if he's a top 15 quarterback. So he, if he's healthy in Cleveland, worst case scenario, he gets the franchise tag, which is, by the way, the average of the top, the top five, five salaries. Yep. Yeah. Top five quarterback salaries. So you're going to get one year fully guaranteed to that worst case scenario. Best case scenario, you go into free agent and you're the hottest name of that year because what now imagine so so picture yourself right now. Look at Baker's 2020 season. Imagine if he was a free agent that year. After uh, you know, you know, after a pretty wow. pretty good season, you, you know, Brown somehow can't resign him after all of that. He hits the free agent market. How wow. huge would that be? And just in terms of that, like think think about um you know, I I can't even remember like obviously not as big as like Pete Manning or like Tom Brady, but he, you know, um, he would have got the bag. He would have got the bag for the Gotten paid, and it, it's gotten just, paid. they need to literally sit down and just say, "Hey, this is the best case scenario for us. This is the best case scenario for you. Like, let's figure this out. Like, you, you know, and, sorry for insulting you, but you know, we need to see this, this, this out of you. Can we somehow get to a deal? Because." Again, if they let Baker walk, okay, so let's go over some options here. You know, do we do we participate in picking up Matt Ryan if he's available? He's yeah. 37. He's also a statue, you know, good enough to where, you know, you might get first round of the playoffs, but not good enough to, you know, contend for a championship, but also not bad enough to get a good draft position. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. same with pretty much every single quarterback that you're going to choose. That's not Baker Mayfield at this point, unless there's some magical trade, you know, that somehow transpires within within the next, you know, couple days. But yeah, so yeah. to, to me, if they don't get Baker and there's absolutely no reason that he can't come back there to me, I would try to get a bridge guy and then just draft a quarterback and just pray to God that it all works out. Because, and you, you know what the, what not a lot of people are thinking about right now because they're thinking about the quarterback position, but yeah. if Kevin Stefanski misses the playoffs for the second time in a row, I mean, Jimmy Haslam's already acting sporadic. He's already doing, you know, these crazy moves and going after Deshaun Watson. What, what's to say if Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry miss the playoffs, what's to say that he doesn't fire him right on the spot? Yeah. Because yeah, it, seems like a hot, it seems like a Hasman, Haslam thing to do, honestly. I mean, you yeah. know, you could look at it and just say, hey, you know, you didn't pitch hard enough to Deshaun Watson and you missed out on the playoffs the next year. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, I need to look for somebody else. So, yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think you wanted to, uh, uh, I'll let you, I'll let you go, Christian. I think you wanted to say something. Yeah. Or, or go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Mac. Where are you going? Where, no, no, where no, you no, going? Christian, Christian, Christian. Go, 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 go. You know, like, I mean, best case scenario, like the Browns make up with Baker, 
And you just, like we've been saying on the podcast, you ride it out with Baker next year. You play it out. You put all the weapons around them. You get everything situated where it's just, if if we don't make the playoffs, it's on Baker. Kind of like one of them situations. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if if we can't get Baker back on board, and he's just like, you know what? Screw you guys. I want out. You know, the only option I think that could work is James Winston. I know that's weird. No. I think we could get him for an affordable price. We wouldn't have to give up picks, which is awesome. Um, we could get the good receivers in the draft at 13, maybe yeah. move up however we want to go that route. But, you know, last year, he after the LASIK surgery, you know, he he didn't have a bad start. His, Not, he at played, Not at all. Not at all. He played four games. Well, four in like a quarter game. Um, and he had 14 touchdowns, three interceptions, 1,170 yards. Yeah. Baker Mayfield had 17 touchdowns the entire season. He only missed two games. Or was it three? He missed three games. So, I mean, the touchdown-to-game ratio, James... Yeah, I don't know if that equates to just the scheme, but you know, Baker Baker had the receivers a little bit better, I'd say, than Winston had with Jarvis and Odell. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to talk about Odell Beckham, but you know, he's better than anything Winston had last year because Winston didn't have Michael Thomas. So yeah, that's yeah, kind of how I feel about it. I, th- I think I think one uh, I do want to touch on one thing Max said and if you bring if you if Baker does ball out and you have to bring back for this franchise tag I know that he thinks that I mean like people I know a lot of players don't like the franchise tag because it gives you place for uncertainty right but the would you like to know the average salary like what he would be making on the franchise tag that is forty point four million dollars. So, so, so for one year, franchise year. So, because you're talking about Patrick Mahomes' salary and, and Russell Wilson's salary, but so, yeah. so I think, I think that he would be like, oh darn, but you know, but I, I, I think if you're looking also back to your point, Christian, if you're looking about uh, at the same schedule and a, you know, um, I, I don't know. I think, I think. Uh, for me, it's 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 one of those things where I, I like it. Obviously, um, it's just if you can't get your hands on Baker Mayfield, right? If you can't, yeah. you can't bring him in, obviously that's the caveat to the whole situation because really what you're looking at is uh, Jimmy G or, or, or Jameis Winston. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I don't know if there's anybody else that you would possibly think about because David Carr, again, like we already Buddy said. Buddy, Aaron Rodgers is valuable now. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> hey, you got it. Hey, Rod. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, uh, who, who knows? Who knows about that situation? But it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out when it comes up. Uh, Again, I just it's it's there, there's so many moving parts to this situation. And, and I, I don't know. I, I think Winston, me personally, that's 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 I, I agree with that. But um, Mac, it looked like you wanted to say something. I don't know if you want to say something, but it's just I just I I can't. I I just think about it and I can't think of a. Cannot think of an option <laughs> on the top of my head. You know, that would result in something, you know, and it just, and it just sucks because here's the thing too, you go into a draft class to where, you know, even if you had the top three picks, there's no sure answer whatsoever. And I mean, you know, we talked about it the last podcast, there was no team that outright tanked this year and there's 
also the the name the name Mitchell Trubisky was a hot commodity in the free agent wow. market. So wow. like what you you know wow. what I mean? Like what what yeah, is that? Good like? point. So good point. I mean, he's the greatest quarterback ever. I mean, <laughs> of course he's gonna be the hottest commodity. According <laughs> to people who live in Mentor, Ohio, yes, he is the, you know, he is the best. We got Mitch and Mitchburg, Mitch yeah. Steelers. Yeah, and it's just oh my, yeah. I think the worst part about all this is the truly worst part because I, I keep saying here's the worst part here's the worst part but um I have and I mean I've told you guys this I, I went to college in Western PA and yeah. I have old teammates and old roommates you know that are Steelers fans I have cousins that are Steelers fans and everybody was texting me and you know wow. what the crazy thing about it is they're on Baker's side yeah, if we yeah. were to pick sides in yeah. this absolute crap storm, yeah. But um, you know, it's just it, it's crazy how this all planned out. It's crazy the the kind of guy that they took this gamble for. And what I'm wondering, why didn't they? So they went into this and they said, okay, Sean Watts is available. He's our guy. We need to go get him. There had to be some kind of thought in the back of their mind. Okay, once Baker hears about this, he's probably going to want traded, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and there's also been speculate. I can't say that they're confirmed reports, but there has been speculation that they did this to rip the Band-Aid off because they do not see Baker Mayfield as a future starter. So why don't you just trade him off the bat? Yeah. And start... Sw- like you make your move right away. You do some kind of swap or yeah. you get, you, you get picks ahead of time or you clear that cap ahead of time. So that way you have more money to spend. And it's just, it, it's crazy. The, the whole timing of this, because they, in, in my mind, if they were to do this, they might as well just traded Baker and then, you know, tried to make that swap early just so that way they have a little bit more time to kind of get their stuff together. Because again, I mean, we're, we're reaching the, now I, I know it seems because this is still the first week of free agency, but you you know, that clock keeps on ticking. And as those seconds go by, more moves are made, more conversations are made. Now, granted, if we knew that Baker wasn't going to be back, you you know, next year, we could have made a move for Derek Carr. Yeah, for a guy that we know that's going to play seventeen games next year. Yeah, you, you know, to to make the move for Deshaun Watson, to not have the the Baker plan in trade, and then now to come back and shut down his trade request. It's just like now. Now, granted, there are people saying that you know they did that so they can control the trade, but but really, I mean, you know that he wants to go, and mm-hmm. people know that you're shopping him. So there goes all your value. You really think that right now during all this, you're going to get a first round pick for Baker Mayfield after you pretty much called him a child and that it echoed through the broadcasting waves and all over Twitter and very, you know, and it's just, they, they constantly just put themselves in the back corner and just expected them to just be able to fight it out. Mm -hmm. And it blew up right in their face. And again, as every and it goes by, 
you, you know, they're they're losing out on a chance to fix this because, you know, not only do they need to fix this, but they also need to fix it quickly. Because, uh, like I said before, the more, more this looms over, the, you know, the more they can't focus on the rest of their team. And, you know, you need all 11 guys on offense, defense and special teams. Yep. You know, when you're so hung up on the quarterback to the point where you're not addressing those other needs and getting that fixed, you know, Lord knows what's going to happen. And, and I don't even know if we're going to now people think that 2021 was a mess. I can only imagine what next year is going to look like if they don't figure this out quickly. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be crazy. That's for sure. That is it's that's for sure. Yeah, it's but, it's, it's going to be wild. Yeah. You know, you know, there are there are silver linings here, um, you know, just to kind of steer off the negativity that is the, you know, quarterback position. <laughs> I really and I the more that I look into the tape of Chase Winovich, the more I'm almost being able to convince myself that the Browns might have a guy that might this might be the long-term solution to pair with miles. Mm. I really do think mm. that they can develop this guy. Um, you know, high motor plays very well uh, around the line of scrimmage. Now you look at him and he doesn't have that great get off. You, you know, there's a lot of times where we look at edge rushers and we look at speed. Okay. Well, you know, what's, what's the quickest that they can get five yards deep in the backfield. Mm. You know, they're, um, you know, they put their foot in the ground. Let's see. Let's see how fast that they can get upfield. This guy doesn't have a lot of burst, but his hand placement and his rip move and the ability to quickly get up under the arms and the shoulder pads of offensive linemen is is nuts to me. And he's a very smart player in his rush in in his rushes. When he gets too deep, he's always working back. Mm-hmm. Meaning, to put it in simpler terms, he's very good at QB contain. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of tape of him working back to the quarterback when he gets too deep. That's a huge problem that I saw with Clowney a lot of times last year. Um, you know, he would just get way too far upfield, and the next thing you know, the quarterback is running through the middle of the pocket because it's mm-hmm. wide open. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, there are there are good signings that have happened. Um, they're good, very team friendly things that have that have happened in free agency. I mean, the Amari Cooper deal, um, it looks good. So, considering you know what Devontae Adams just got paid. So yeah. it's just um, I'm interested to what what you guys uh, what you guys think about like the the situations outside of quarterback and you know what we're going to be looking at come the draft. I think we're I think we're fine honestly. You know I, I just started thinking about this. You know uh, the quarterback situation. I think we're kind of in that San Francisco thing where we can just plug in a quarterback. Um, not like plug in a quarterback, but like you know get a guy with a little bit of experience. Uh, you just rely more on the run game. You do. You give Nick Chubb the ball. You get a healthy Kareem Hunt back. I think we're all missing and forgetting about that impact Kareem Hunt had. Uh, we get him back. We're, we're running with two horses out there. Uh, and then you got the Ernest Johnson, the third. Um, he's the third running back. We we got these horses back there, you know. Uh, and then you got to. Amari Cooper, DPJ's coming along. We got him back in the wide receiver two role. DPJ. Uh, we're obviously, I still think we're going to draft a wide receiver at 13 if we keep the pick. Who knows what we're going to do? Uh, only Andrew Barry 
Kevin Stefanski and the Browns front office know that. But, you know, we 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 addressed the holes on the defense. The defense did amazing last year. The only person we're really losing secondary-wise is Ronnie Harrison. Get another year in that Joe Woods defense. Uh, you know, I, I'm just low-key. I, I just want to see how they address this quarterback situation. But I think everything outside of that's just fine. Yeah, because last year that's what it kind of pointed to. Which I mean, we had a couple extra plays. We have a kicker. We need to get that kicker. I don't know why we have not addressed that. It still pisses me off. We have we do not have a kicker on the roster. But yeah, you know, we we, we it's it's no well, yeah I I totally agree. We do need to get a kicker, and I I just want to circle back to uh, really quick what uh, Mac was talking about for Chase Winovich. Um, we traded uh, Mac Wilson to the New England Patriots for Chase Winovich, so no more Mac Wilson on the Cleveland Browns. Um, so that's that's a little bit uh, uh, you know hey it, it, he he was live on Twitter I'll say that <laughs> he was on Twitter <laughs> so I mean we got to interact with him on Twitter uh, but you know Chase Winovich is, is, is in the 2019 uh, NFL draft there was only four uh, edge players to uh, run for a sub for six. 40 and Chase Winovich was one of them. So he is, he's one of your faster uh, uh, edge guys and he, he could play on the line. He could really, he could really help out Miles Garrett, just like Mike was saying. Uh, I do. I do want to talk about the, the kickers. Obviously I'm not sure if we're going to approach that. I mean, kicker and uh, punter really, because we had a uh, Dustin Colquitt, which we saw a lot of him at the end of the season, which we, I personally liked him. Uh, so I don't know if we're going to move forward with him or not, but we just need a reliable kicker. You know, I've, 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 I've said that over and over again on this podcast. Um, and I've said it over again on Twitter. We have the worst kicker in our division and our, which is, is, is not saying much considering our division has, uh, I, which I believe is, uh, has, uh, three of the top five kickers in the NFL, which is insane. But it's, it's one of those things where if you have a tough uh, division when it comes to football, we all know each other. We're, we always play hard on the defensive end. So games and, and games are won and lost for an average in the NFL of three points. So it's like you might want to have your kicker. Um, obviously, was that uh, we went for it on fourth down a lot early in the season. Was that because we didn't have tri- uh, faith in Chase McLaughlin or whatever the case may be? But Chase McLaughlin, he, in the beginning, I thought he was our answer, right? You know, he made a lot of made a lot of field goals and things like that. But it's just once that weather broke in Cleveland, it was downhill from there, right? And it got his – well, honestly, it was really about that, that block field goal uh, attempt. And I think that just kind of – Got into the psyche of his brain, but kicker is very important. Um, other than other than quarterback, uh, uh, the uncertainty there. I think that we should. I'm not sure if we're still going to go. We talked about this last time on the podcast. I'm not sure if we're going to go after another wide receiver. I don't know uh, via via uh, free agency, or we're going to focus that more toward the draft. But um, those answers need to be. Uh, those questions need to be answered. Also, I would like a, a backup tight end. But other than that, I really, I really do agree with Christian. I, I think that uh, uh, I would like to see what Jadavion Clowney is about. What if he wants to move forward with the Browns or not? But you know him; he's all about his money. Uh, but other than that, I, I think I think we're a pretty well-rounded team, and I don't see the AFC North right now acting like the AFC West, where everybody's just an arms race and getting so much better. And 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 uh, so I don't see. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals doing anything that's making any splashes on the the offensive line with any huge big name. So I have to double check on that. But so, so far so good. But um, I think that all four of these teams are going to be looking to the draft to uh, 
in our division are going to be looking to the draft to fix some of the holes that they have. So it's a good year to do it for wide receivers. And I, I you know, I, I, I'm very optimistic. However, the, the outlook may look right now with the quarterback position, but I really do believe that they, they, they mend their relationship, Baker Mayfield and front office and uh, move forward with that. So that's, those are my views for sure. Yeah. And you know, hopefully, hopefully next time we do a podcast, we got good news. It's happy. We're ready to turn up. Put it, put it in the universe right now. The next time <laughs> we do a podcast, we will be in better mood. It will, it will not sound it's a little like somber today. our dog yeah. just had my candles lit over here. Like, yeah. you know, we're, we're going to put on some nice music, you know, have some nice ambiance and like just not sound like it's just a total yeah. cesspool that we're And you're going to hear me screaming Super Bowl, Super Browns. Like, I want to be on that level again, you know? But uh, let's uh, let's end the podcast on a good note. Who is one free agent signing you see the Browns making? Like not like ASAP, but like just within the next week. I believe there. I I, I would not be surprised if they go after a Fletcher Cox. He's a big guy in the middle. He's a veteran on the defensive uh, on the de- in the defense interior. I think that that will help out a whole because I don't know if they want to really go after in the draft and get um, an interior defensive player. I, I don't see that. I think they want to. They want to really focus on the uh, wide receiver, especially depending on how the quarterback works out. I want. I don't know if they're going to package some of those earlier de- uh, earlier picks for a different quarterback, but I truly believe that they go after Fletcher Cox, and I would not mind. Um, uh, so I, I, Fletcher Cox, my guy, he's a little bit older, but he can he can definitely lead um, in the middle, and he's still a force to be reckoned with. So. Uh, cold weather guy as well and uh, playing with the Eagles for a while. So um, uh, Fletcher Cox is the name that I would watch out for. How about you, Mac? Um, it, it's just like, I I would, I, I mean, like who is left at this point in terms of like, you know, you know, <laughs> so tackles. I'm, I'm scrolling down the big board and there's not even, now you have uh, Akeem next. Now he, He's still like he's 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 up there in age. Um, now, do I think he's still got some gas in the tank? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, you don't know until you don't see it. Yeah. So, yeah. is it Arius Smith? Uh, now, if they can finally now, here, here's the thing with Zedarius Smith. <clears throat> I know he's going to cost you some money, and <clears throat> you just you you just need to figure out quarterback. Um, just just because I mean that's just too much money to be able to process. They don't have the salary yeah. right now. True. But obviously, you know, they want now, let's just say hypothetically, they get the quarterback situation figured out and they finally have some money in their pocket and they can go get somebody. I would definitely say Zedaria Smith. Uh, I mean, a guy that's had that had over 40 plus pressures last year, um, not not last year in 2020 for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I mean, he haunted the Browns for years when he played the Baltimore. Oh, yeah. Ravens. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. You, you know, yeah. you have a guy that's like that screaming across the edge and then you pair pair it with Winovich. Uh, I mean, you can put now. Now, here's here's the crazy part about it, dude. Let, let me let me pitch you this. So you have Zedaria Smith on one edge, you have Chase Winovich on the other on the other edge, and then right, right next to Chase Winovich, Miles Garrett. Wow! Wow! And wow. I I Halloween. remember fully. I remember fully that there was a lot of situations earlier in Miles's career. Like when he was a rookie, uh, when he was in his, his like second year, where they would put him in inside, and he is too quick. 
to yeah. be going up against yeah. you know what i mean it, and he could just blow right past them so it it would be interesting to me uh for them to go after a, a target like him um now again i mean they just gotta get that we just keep coming to the quarterback and it's, yeah 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 it's crazy but i, I would say you know either a guy like fletcher cox you know akeem hicks or uh zadarius smith De- definitely yeah. somebody you know on the front four imagine zadarius smith flakes on the ravens to come to the browns wow oh, wow. Wow. oh man that'd be a big troll job that'd be the biggest troll job ever but you know i think the one guy I think the Browns should target. I don't even know if it's a smart move, but I just love the guy, Julio Jones. Um, Julio. <laughs> I, I think it would be a smart veteran signing. You get more veteran presence. You throw him on the other side. 33 years old. Yeah. And you, you throw him out there, man. You're He's still got the name. He's like, I mean, people's like, oh my God, that's Julio. So he'd still be a distraction for the defense. He could coach up DPJ. DPJ becomes just just absolute hoss because they're kind of built similar. Um, I'd say they're about the same height. So, you know, why not? We'll see. We'll see. I I we'll I, I honestly I I I think that that's not a bad idea at all. You know what I mean? He is a little bit a little bit older. Um, but I I I honestly don't mind having Julio Jones. I'm not gonna not gonna not say uh, not I'd cop the jersey, bro. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 as long as it's it's all it's all about the money, man. It's all about the green. So oh yeah, we'll see what these guys do. Yeah, nah. I think that's been a I think that's a wrap on the episode. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Great one, guys. Great uh, one, guys. A little somber, but you know. Yeah, we you gotta have him sometimes. You, you know, it's it, it was it was good to just you, you know it, it felt like Festivus, right? You know, the Seinfeld episode where we're just airing out our grievances, yeah. and now <laughs> yeah. now we feel a little bit better. Yeah. So it's just you know next time we're gonna come in with good news, some positivity, and you know we're gonna be ready to you know be screaming Super Bowl, Super Browns. Oh yeah, all the time and uh, yeah, go Browns, go Browns. Oh, we are the dogs, we are the hounds Never the fierce, we blew and we bleed So get on your feet cause we are the bros